0: Okay. All right, here's the deal. AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Throw down $5 on a tournament game, you get $200 in free plays. Again, code word PHNX. Arizona plays tomorrow, back the A, new customers only. All right. Arizona wins 72-67. <laughs> you know what? We should be able to kill this first four or five minutes because, let's be honest, we had a dry run in really? front of you all right there. Now we're good to keep. Yes, absolutely. Kind of like the Wildcats and did tonight. They certainly did. That. Oh, transition that was transition. So cool. That was amazing stuff. But Arizona wins 72-67. And again, Shana Pellington, Kate Reese, they do the heavy lifting, 47 of the combined 72 points. It's good to have players like that on your side there, so It didn't
1: even feel like it was 47 of the 72. It felt like it was 72 of the 72 right. tonight between those two. They did. They basically did everything for this team tonight. There was a couple stretches where U of A was struggling offensively, trying to get some some buckets to, mm-hmm. to just fall. And it seemed that like UNLV was hitting everything that was coming their way. So, um, you know, listen, they, they fought through the, that adversity. That's, that's what the tournament's right. all about. They got through it, and now they're off to North Carolina, or they're on to North Carolina. Ironically, they're on to North Carolina to get to North Carolina, because should they win this game, they'll be moving on to
0: uh, Greensboro. Okay, so again, this is about the this is about the uh, the commentary right here. Thank you for letting us know that we didn't have any. uh, But you know what? All right. Scott Slidenhard, good friend of the show. Let's just talk about how important Kate Reese is to this team. And Shana straight up took the game over in the second half. Great win. Kate Reese is really kind of that heart and soul up front. You and I talked about how it's very much of an old school type game, you know, back to the basket. Maybe some up and unders, some exquisite footwork, and when she gets an and one, when she gets going there, Saul, it, it really galvanizes this team. The,
1: the, if you see a Kate Reese foot stomp coming your way, you know you are uh, in much much trouble. Right? Mm-hmm. Kate Reese, like like we were talking about, she she loves to go with the back down, back down, fake left, come right, and, and go up shot. It's very old school. It's very nineteen fifties, sixties. Uh, NBA basketball, little Kevin you know. McHale in yeah, a little, little George Mike in yes. there, you know? oh, Wow, you really went back there, Saul. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, it's very old school, but it was—you could see the impact that she had on this team, being able to contribute down low and uh, contribute. More frequently compared to anybody else right. on the
0: team. Now, how would you? How far do you see this team? What do you see this team's upside as? So you followed this team closely over the years. Well, you know, I, and you don't sugarcoat anything I, here. I, I, you I keep it I real. Don't, I don't.
1: You know, uh, if
0: if they weren't playing
1: potentially South Carolina mm-hmm. um, in in their own backyard in the Sweet 16, um, I would probably say that this ceiling is probably the Final Four again. Right. right? I, I could see them getting a path there but because they're playing the overall number one seed potentially in the second round should they even get past north carolina we can't just blow past north sure. carolina that's a good solid team they're a five seed mm-hmm. you know what i mean so they're not far off um it, it's it's hard for me to envision an avenue where they get back to the final four however however last year if you have told me that they were going to get through and blitz everybody right. to get to the final four and then be one shot short of a championship, I probably would have laughed at you at the beginning of last season right. and then they did. Right. And so I'm not going to put anything past these ladies. They're they're a hard-working bunch. Adidas has got them going. Um the crowd today was fantastic. Mm-hmm. They I I firmly believe if this was a neutral site court like like the men have to play mm-hmm. in this would have been a danger zone because they wouldn't have had the fan support. But because they're playing at home for
0: not only this round, but for the next round, I think they're in pretty good shape. The one thing they haven't been able to replicate, and this is kind of a no-dub Mike Luke statement, they haven't ever been able to really replicate the three-point prowess that Arie McDonald had throughout. Again, Arie could get to the basket. We all know that. But it was her pe- keeping people honest from three that allowed some of those lanes. And again, Kate Reese has obviously stepped her game up big time. But... She is still somebody that, no matter how good Arizona is, and they're in the top ten all season or most of the season, you just can't replace, Saul. There's always going to be a little bit of that. Now, a year or two, but you may be, but you just can't do that the year after.
1: Basically, what defenses are going to do are, Mike is the basket. Uh, this is a, against Shayna Pellington. Mm-hmm. You saw this all night. Right. Mike is the basket. This is all the space that I have in front of me <laughs> to try and shoot because the defense just doesn't care. Right. They are like, shoot the ball all, all game long from there. And uh, until she starts to hit that mid-range jumper, which might not even be the season, right. um, teams are going to continue to do that. They're going to pack the paint mm-hmm. and just let Shayna Pellington shoot. And the only way Shane is going to be able to get her points is if she's able to knock down a few right. layups and get, the, you know, get her mojo going. She hit a couple of shots from the perimeter, and I thought she was going to continue it. But that mid-range is a death zone for Mm -hmm. her.
0: Right, and so here's the difference too. You look at the uh, numbers across the board. UNLV, by all accounts, if you're just a, you know if you're just a blind man looking at the box score, UNLV, 26 of 49 from the field, well over 50 percent, 40 rebounds to Arizona's 30. But again, and we're going to talk about this as far as Arizona goes. Look at the difference in turnovers right there. Arizona forced nine more turnovers. That to be that's the difference in the game right there. Considering all the advantages that UNLV had built up across the board. Yeah,
1: it's it's really. Really surprising, you know. I, I don't know. Maybe it's it's hard because you're talking about a championship caliber team, right? You are with Arizona. Um, and and to watch UNLV come in, and I mean, listen, they were on fire from three uh for for a period of uh, time there. They hit a bank three at one point. <laughs> right. Um, young was a pest all night long, right. and she flopped so many times. Saul is not happy with oh the my flops. Gosh. The, the, the referees we can get to in a little right. bit, we will. but, um, it, it's just, it was, it was kind of crazy. Uh, but again, this is the tournament. This is what you have to fight through to get to a W and really submit your place into a possible final four berth. It was, uh, it was a great turnout by the fans. Everybody was involved, uh, from top to bottom. The U of a represented very well. The U of a
0: represented very well, also representing very well is the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It's time for my DraftKings Pick of the Week. We're up here in uh, uh, San Diego, back in the assault. salt My DraftKings Pick of the Week is Arizona to win tomorrow. And what that would mean for you, if you're a new customer, you throw down $5, you get $200 in free plays. Only put that along with code word PHNX. 21 and up, Arizona only, gambling problem, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. All right, now let's get back to some of the comments we got right here. All right. Saul, this has been this has been one of your pet peeves all season, and nobody backs women's basketball more than my guy right here. But you've talked about it. This team, there's sloppy moments where you just do stuff that you're like, "What are you doing out there?" And you, Adia notices it, obviously. Oh,
1: yeah, she obviously notices it. It's it's sloppy, not from like just you know, like the the men and the women are sloppy in two totally different ways. Mm. the The men are sloppy with just you know, like kind of lazy passes, nonchalant passes, and just really just kind of lazy turnovers right right? the women are sloppy in in terms of technique and fundamental um, being out of position uh, when there's no need to be out of position you know Mm -hmm. being late on a screen making stupid stupid fouls when you have no chance at the ball like Shannon Pellington one time at the near half court reached over a girl because the ball was coming up high but she reached over her she had no chance of getting that ball but she thought Okay, well, but what's the best case scenario there, Shana? Mm -hmm. You hit the ball and it goes out of bounds. Like, was it worth drawing the foul for that? Right, like it's not.
0: And so, is the risk really worth that reward? Exactly.
1: And so, when you're playing good, good teams, you can't afford to do that. Right, you can't. And the the Wildcats are lucky that they got to play UNLV. Get that off there, and that and UNLV is a very good, a very well coached team, Mm, no doubt. Twenty six and six, uh, Mountain West champions. Like. They're they're a solid team. Goddaughter of Lou Olson. Yes. Fun little fact right yes. there. The head coach, yeah. So but
0: onward, upward. Uh, U of A rules on. That's all that matters. All right. Together. I think Tina makes an interesting point. Tina is one of our most valued uh, valued uh, viewers slash listeners. And uh, she said it's been a while since they played. And you know what? When I was going over before the game. Two weeks. Two weeks. So again. two and a half weeks. Oh. So Arizona goes in w- up one against UNLV. Now again, the final score was 72 to 67. But by then, they had pushed it to 12, 13 points. But Salt, you didn't really see them start to get their sea legs until about that, what, four minute left minute left in the first half so again
1: this is a major change again we'll talk about this at length as long as the women are around but um there's major changes to college basketball for the women that need to happen number one uh the women need 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 to play the week after their conference tournaments like the men I don't understand why there's a two week delay so that the men and the women can start at the same time because you're not doing you're not doing anybody a favor. Right. Like a, a fan base like us tonight, for mm-hmm. instance, if you of a the U of a men and women were playing at the same time, that that'd be tough. That's a problem. That, that's a problem. That's right. a major problem. Now I don't think that they would ever do that to that. Uh, To to those teams, North Carolina played today and so did the North Carolina men, Mm -hmm. but they split them Mm -hmm. so that way they were they were separated and have uh, more time. But it's not fair to the fan bases, too. Right. You know what I mean? Like I would love to be in Tucson to watch the women play right now, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and and next week I plan on being, uh, you know, in in San Antonio to cover the men. But it's like, okay, well, those those small little things and then you get to the refereeing, and the refereeing needs to step up big time. Right. They let the men be physical. And and they don't fall for flops. The women, for whatever reason, I see the tendency to be a little bit more strict right. for whatever reason. Right. And I'm like, just let them play. Right. You know, like Young is flopping, and it was a clear, it was a clear flop when all Kate Reese did was literally stick her out her arm out to the side, didn't even move it back. And Young, like, bobbed her head three times as if she was getting right. punched by a sledgehammer or something. Yeah, and right. it falls to the ground, and the ref falls for it and calls a foul. And I'm like. That's a weak-ass call. That's a weak call, and you shouldn't even make that call if you can't see from a vantage point what's really going on. So the referees were on another level of bad tonight that I did not like. And overall, I just think those are some small adjustments that women's college basketball can make to keep fans paying attention to what they're And to keep the momentum going. It's really good, fun basketball to watch. It really
0: is. Listen,
1: six double-digit seeds in the women's game today were a
0: one. Like – that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's March Madness. For sure, yes. And one thing, too, UNLV, I think, was a really good tune-up for North Carolina. Again, you never want to call a game in a first-round tune-up, but UNLV looks the part. I will say I didn't expect a 13 seed to look that good. Now, again, you look at their record, 26-6 and six at the time, but again, you're still a double-digit underdog for a reason. I didn't expect them to look this good. Arizona's obviously better, but UNLV, just from an aesthetic perspective that was no joke
1: team they beat out there Saul. listen the double digit seeds all the way across the board in women's college basketball um are not that far off from the single digit mm-hmm. seeds. Right. they really are not um the the disparity and really the parity in women's basketball right. is, is very very close that's why you see a mm-hmm. team like UConn right. um who normally dominates a lot of teams right. uh struggle at times and then last year you saw it with with the Arizona Wildcats like Listen. It took Adia Barnes just four years to get to the national championship, um, and that's because there's a lot of parity. You can develop and get the right kind of player, and really, in women's basketball right now, if you can find one or two supremely t- talented athletes, mm. you could be right there in the final four of the next year. Right. That's how that's how the parity has kind of changed a little bit um, versus the men, where where the men it's it's a little bit uh, the the depth. Is a little bit uh, is is a little bit more prevalent there, mm-hmm. where okay you can get a superstar, but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean you're going to get to the final four. We've seen it with Ben Simmons at LSU. did not right. make the tournament. You know, teams like that that have these superstar players, Markel Fultz, mm-hmm. same thing. Right, doesn't really matter. So um, it's very interesting, and that's why I love college women's college basketball because anybody can win any night. Right. Legitimately, anybody can win any night. Mm-hmm. It's it, a, a one beat or a sixteen beat to one long before
0: that ever happened in the men's game. So I'm going to differ with you on one game. South Carolina Howard, the team that was 44 to four up, I will disagree and say they will never beat South Carolina under any circumstances. Never say never, Mike. All right. Well, I will say that. You know what? That's why I answer to this guy right here. (laughs) Okay. Again, one thing. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook app Jackson State for LSU today PHNX and if you wanted to get in On some of those betting lines you should have Gone to the DraftKings Sportsbook app How do you might say to yourself Mike Luke How did you know that Arizona Women basketball were over a 10 point favorite Duh I went to the DraftKings Sportsbook app code word PHNX all right again my DraftKings Pick of the week is Arizona to cover the Nine tomorrow take it for what it's worth Okay so Arizona moves on, then. You got North Carolina. What does Saul Bookman then, need to see from the Lady Cats, again, more so than he saw today?
1: They're just Wildcats, Mike. Wildcats. My bad. We'll I do it, second
0: cats. the second no. I said that, I apologize. Wildcats, baby. Right. Hey, so two things.
1: Make sure you take care of the ball. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is you've got to right. hit some perimeter shots. Right. You have to hit perimeter shots against North Carolina. Yeah, you know, you, you're going to have to have somebody step up. And Sam Thomas... Oh, for the love of God, I love Sam Thomas so much. But her tendency to disappear on the offensive side of the ball causes issues. Mm-hmm. It causes issues. She's got to step up on the on the offensive side of the ball more than anybody else because she has the ability to not only drive but also hit perimeter shots.
0: You know, I think you hit on something right there with Sam Thomas, a player like that that's obviously capable and talented enough. I, only, I like to see them getting going early. Like, you know, get Sam Thomas a couple shots. Now, granted, she's a little bit more. You can tell she's the backbone of the team on defense. But like we said, she's underrated offensively. She's got skills to be able to look up there and say, oh, Sam. Another 14 points. Another 15 points. She's got that capability. Saul wouldn't be calling for that if she didn't have that capability. A
1: million percent. Yeah, I've been calling for that for five years. Right. And if you ever talk to Sam Thomas and say, hey, uh, do you know who Saul is and does he think you should shoot the ball more? She would probably be like, no, but I feel like he would say something like that. Right.
0: Yes, exactly. One thing, too, and Saul and I were talking about this during the game. People, this ship or this isn't going anywhere. Arizona basketball, you were talking about it. You're bringing in a top 10 class next year, highlighted by Maya Najee at six foot three post out of uh, Minnesota. As long as Adia Barnes is here. And this to me is the the only thing that matters. As long as Adia Barnes is here, this is a top 10 recruiting class. This is a top 10 program going forward. Nothing's changing.
1: The great thing about this is that, um, you know, Arizona is a basketball town. Uh, We all know this. And, Everybody was afraid that maybe Adia would jump to Baylor um, once Kim Mm -hmm. Melke left and went to LSU. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the thing about Adia is, and the the great thing about this university is, is she came through at a time where she saw Arizona men's basketball become a national power. Mm -hmm. She was part of a really, really, really good Arizona women's basketball team when she was here. She understands the path to greatness and she understands that this administration, more than anything, with Dave Hickey and, and President Robbins, they will reward you for, for great uh, effort and, 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 and achievement. Mm. They will. Right. They, They've it, shown it. She's already gotten two contract extensions right. in just a five-year period. Right. Like They will reward her because they understand the value. Like you and I were talking about, women's basketball, mm-hmm. by and large, just like every other sport outside of men's basketball and football is not a revenue maker mm-hmm. for a lot of universities. Right. Arizona women's basketball is on the verge of being a money maker mm-hmm. for, and, and being what we call self-reliant. Yeah, for you know. sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the, the charter flights start to come into the picture. The recruiting gets a little bit better. Like everything just kind of, there's this trickle down effect and uh, I'm excited to see what's about to happen to this program because I swear if Arizona women's basketball doesn't win a national championship within the next four years, hmm. I will. Shave, Saul I will shave
0: my head, my beard, uh, your eyebrows, and then uh, my eyebrows. Yes, you'll show your. All right. Well, it's hey, you heard it here first again, yeah. Leah. Mark this yeah. down. Our intrepid producer Leah Merrill on the back is uh, watching all this. Saul promised that he would shave off his eyebrows if the UVA women's basketball or a team does win. So there we go. He does not win.
1: A national championship in the next four years. There you go. So all if right. They
0: win, I keep everything. You keep everything, and that's the way we. Well, well, we don't want to keep it that way. We we want your wife to get used to you without eyebrows for essentially. Oh, no, uh, did no. that means they don't win a national championship? I thought you were saying they here. would. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. It's been a oh, long my day. Gosh. Yeah, I'm I'm losing it right he here. We want
1: to keep all this. Yes, all we do. This. All right,
0: but one thing that I did want to bring up that I think is an interesting point. Um, Adia Barnes, you talked about her not jumping to Baylor, her you know staying where she is. Lute Olsen had the opportunity many, many times to be able to go on to bigger jobs. Kentucky was offered to him many times. He stayed. And you know what? Lou Olsen is more beloved for that one championship that he brought to Tucson than if he had gone to Kentucky or won two or three. Give you another example right there. If Adia Barnes brings a championship to Tucson, which she's more than capable of, this is all hers. Nobody's going to say, oh, well, you had five other coaches that did this too. Big whoop. This is Adia Barnes and this is Adia Barnes only, just like it was Lute Olsen and Lute Olsen only.
1: A million percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see a scenario where we get 30, 40 years down the road um, and she's, you know, 70, 80 years old and she has a statue right next to Lute. Right. You know, because she's that adored and she's that revered um, in this community. She already is. Mm-hmm. Like, let's be honest. She already is. Um, and the and the great thing about Adia that's a little bit different than Lou. She's doing she's checking off all the boxes that Lou did mm-hmm. except for one. She is who she is. Mm-hmm. She does not apologize for being who she is. She's competitive, and if you try to throw some bullshit her way, right. she will absolutely call you out on it. Mm-hmm. And that's what we love. Right. That's what we love. That's what the, that's the supportive passion that we want to give Adia um, as a fan base, and and let her know that we have her back no matter what. I love to see that from Adia. Adia and I have known each other for four or five years, um, and from day one, she knew she had she had work to do, mm-hmm. and she's brought this program so far. And it's, it's good to see them back in the tournament. And it's so much. It is so good to see the fans finally get rewarded for the last two or three years of of supporting this team right. through thick and thin, through pandemic. Um, and and be rewarded with
0: the NCAA hosting site. Well, let's go to KB Thiel's remarks, and I think this is spot on. He's at all the games. He's in, uh, you know, he's... He's there. And best crowd we've had for a women's game since the WNIT. Okay. Saul, so I was at that game. That was electric. That's a heck of a statement right there by Katie. Yeah, that was a championship. That was a championship yeah, right there. Championship. And it was brought to a school that wasn't used to having, you can, you know, whatever you want to call it, was not used to having that type of excitement around the program. The
1: crazy thing was is that was more of like a novelty, right? For sure.
0: Like, I've heard about
1: women's basketball. I hear that they're playing very good. I'm going to go check this out. Once you get in you're hooked right. and you understand like okay this, there's something special in this building that's happening you felt it tonight this this fan base was going crazy at every little run that the women were making trying to keep them in the ball game and then it worked at the end you right. know what I mean like that's the kind of support that they need and so as we move forward like I said take care of the ball and you need somebody to hit some perimeter shots you got to hit
0: perimeter shots against North Carolina and I'm looking at Sam Thomas Sam Thomas Saul Bookman. All right. One thing that you also need to know about is the gophnx.com website. Everything we're doing here, over here at phnx. Again, this is a, a, a humble man right there. This is the big dog right here. He's the one that originated all of this. So, again, you've got. Arizona Wildcats here. You got the Phoenix Sun Devils obviously being carried by a multitude of talented guys. You've got Craig Morgan over with the Coyotes. You've got yourself, Espo, Gerald over with the Suns, and Leah and Lea right Mr. there. Lea, I do host. apologize. Hello. And everything you've got uh, over the, everything in the state is encompassed right there. I don't want to bring out any more names because I don't want to leave anybody out because it's not fair. But Saul, just give a moment right here as to what we're trying to build right here. Listen,
1: what you- we're all about community. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you saw our show yesterday after the men's game, You know, we we reinforce this point every single time. We're all about community. We want you, Arizona Wildcats women's basketball fans, to come join us after every Arizona women's basketball game. We want you to feel that support and that love. And we want you to share it with other fellow Wildcats. I was down at the beach today, Mm -hmm. and uh, there was another Wildcat sitting a couple seats over from me. We started talking about Arizona men's basketball. He ended up buying me a beer. We exchanged phone numbers, and now we're friends. That's the community that we're trying to build here. And I showed him all about PHNX and what we do, and he loved it. And he's probably watching this show uh, now. So it's really cool. It's really awesome. Uh, You know, again, it's just about community. It's it's. It's we have a place for all Arizona fans to come and know
0: that they will be heard in our streams and supported by us. All right. Now, one thing, and I think this was a great way to sign off right here. Matthew Bothwell listens to the show. One of the coolest dudes out there. Glad for the win. I'm actually going to skip work to go Monday. That's what we're looking for right here. That's the kind of stuff that you see with the diehard fans. And again, Arizona wins 72 to 67. We will be back with you tomorrow, about 15 minutes after Arizona advances to the Sweet 16. I'm putting it right there. Uh,
1: knock on wood.
0: Knock on wood. But, like I always want to say, Jacob, Leah, Shane, Sean, none of this stuff happens without you guys because I wouldn't have the first clue about how to do any of this. So, true. this is very true. Saul has seen this up close. But for Saul Bookman, I'm Mike Luke. Tip of the cap to the team tonight, 72-67 to victory. We'll be back with you roughly 9 o'clock tomorrow. Check Twitter. We'll have you all updated.